Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning in, I guess. Uh, well, I'm one of the Hunt Brothers. I'm the last one, actually. Now, I, I know that normally them Lacey Boys open the show for you, but uh, they're a little strung up right now on their adventures. If you didn't catch that last episode, well, I'll get you up to speed. Well, good job. Well, he came to town with that there Red Baron in search of a story. But boy, did he bite off more than he could chew. With two pizza gangs in town, that's, that's the Little Caesars and the Papa J gang, uh, the Baron figured he could earn himself a little extra dough, if you catch my meaning. They met the, uh, the unassuming Chef Boyardee over there where they, uh, they rented a room from him at that California pizza kitchen of his. Well, that Baron, with his quick wit and calm, unfrappable demeanor, well, he was able to impress his way into both pizza gangs. And before long, he was playing both sides of the pie. <laughs> Heck, he had this town split down the middle more cleanly than a half-veggie, half-meat-lover's pie. <laughs> we even got to hear a pizza montage, if you can believe it. But all the while, the specter of that there absent Chuck E. Cheese, well, he loomed over the Baron's arcade winnings worse than a case of hot burn after a night of meatball supreme pizza. Well, after a few days of this, the Baron, well, he decided it was time to get the heck out of Dodge before the two pizza bosses done caught on to his scheming ways. But as the Red Baron and Good Job were leaving town, well, the Baron done realized that he had forgot to tip the driver, and that is greatly frowned upon in these parts. So he snuck out of the California pizza kitchen to go give that driver a tip. Well, turns out that driver there was Chuck E. Cheese, and the rest of the Papa J gang, well, they was waiting for him too. Boy, they tuned him up pretty good. He looked worse than a half-eaten calzone after it's been sat in the fridge for a week. Matter of fact, I'm not even sure why Good Job stuck around after that. Not much left for him to do. And where was that co-host of his anyway? I just don't understand what these boys are up to. It was the next afternoon, and there still had been no word from either the captured Red Baron or anyone from the Papa J gang. I sat at the bar at the California Pizza Kitchen, nursing a glass of Chianti as Chef Boyardee refilled shakers of oregano. I was beginning to lose hope. Sitting at the bar, I reached into my jacket pocket to see how many arcade tokens I had left. No, you son of a bitch. I said jump over the barrel. No, j don't pick up the hammer yet. You have to use that light. What the fuck? Why is this monkey so goddamn hard to beat? It seemed as if once again, I had hit rock bottom with my story. My main lead had disappeared, and finding another would be nearly impossible. Why are the ladders broken now? This doesn't make any s- I just gotta get to the goddamn princess! The only other what? person in town who would even talk to me was the chef. And that was only because I had enough arcade tokens to keep him busy for a few days. On fire? He can't throw fire barrels at me yet! This is- this is- Just- no, okay, now you pick up the hammer. Pick up the Fuck! Come on, you little plumber! I considered my options and how best to approach this them. This is bullshit! He doesn't even eat bananas! What is this? How come he can knock the entire goddamn no, stage for Christ's down? sake, who's getting so damn worked up over the freaking arcade game? Can't a guy even get a little piece? Oh! 
Oh, it's you. Oh, hey, man, what are you doing here? Me? I, I'm, I'm reporting the story, man. I mean, I was, but my, my main contact was kidnapped. But anyway, what are you doing here? Uh, you know, um, last month, uh, remember when you were looking up new ways to get around? Yeah. Well, I was talking... Wait a minute, what do you... Kidnapped? What do you mean, kidnapped? I thought you were doing a story on local economy. Yeah, originally, but, you know, it kind of took a turn, as these things do. They do. Uh, uh, that that sucks, man. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll survive. Honestly, I was just thinking of when to leave and where to go next, to tell you the truth. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um... I might have something that can help. With the kidnapping? What? What, what, yeah. what do you have? So, after you left for this assignment, I uh, kind of went through your notes from Skyrim. Yeah. And then I did a little shopping on Craigslist, and guess what I found for less than a price of a new Hylian shield? <gasps> a used Hylian shield? No, no man. Oh. I, an alchemy bench. And guess what I've been practicing? Oh, you didn't. I, I did. Cheeseburger wrappers, gum, and cereal? Yes, yes, I know. I I know. Huh. I, I should have listened to you. Well. In moderation, it's not that dangerous. You just got to be careful with it. Cereal doesn't sweeten cereal. People sweeten That's cereal. Right. Well, shall we do it then? Let's do it. Hey, chef. This, uh, your kitchen got a drainage pipe in the back? Yes, of course we do. Cool, what color is it? It's a big and green. Why? We emerged into a dank basement far beneath the Godfather's headquarters. Great metal bowls of rising pizza dough lined the shelves along the room. It smelled of yeast and flour. In the corner of the room sat the Red Baron, bound and gagged. Even in the dim lighting, we could see that he had been badly beaten. Telltale signs of rolling pins and hot pizza trays decorated his skin. One eye looked like it was swollen shut, but it was actually just a meatball. I rushed over and removed the duct tape from around the Red Baron's mouth. What are you doing here? Who's he? He's my... Uh, there's no time to explain. Look, we gotta get Chad here. Can you walk? No. Oh, careful. Sorry. Care don't jostle Sorry. me. Oops. They just... They've been force-feeding me garlic bread. Oh, man. Garlic knots. Really? Some garlic cloves. That sounds delicious. It... it you know, it started off that way... Oh, Lord. Just, just forcing it down my gullet. Put a, put a beer funnel in my mouth and just made me eat Prego. I'm more sauce than man. My co-host, Reynold, examined the green pipe we used to enter as I continued to untie the barons. Look, the three of us can't make it back this way. We have to go out the front. You'll never make it that way. It... It's locked, and they come back and check it every half hour or so. You let me handle that, Baron. You got a corkscrew on you? Um, let me check nature's pocket. The Baron handed his corkscrew yep. to my co-host. There you go. Mm. As he took a silvery blue potion out of his bag. 
Fortify lockpick. Ooh, nice. Within seconds, he had the lock picked and the door slowly swung open. My co-host fetched three more potions from his bag. He handed one each to me and the Baron. Where are we going? They're gonna be looking for me. Hmm, I think we should go back to the chefs. He'll know what to do. Oh, good. Have you ever wondered if your life has meaning? Or if Jesus even knows you exist? Call or click today to chat with a member of the Church of Jesus Crust of Splatter Day Sauce. Together, we'll read from the good menu and spread love and joy to all around us. As long as they order from the good menu the right way, the way his cheesiness would. Join the Church of Jesus Crust of Splatter Day Sauce for fellowship, fun, and focaccia. Crust is dried, crust is risen, crust shall rise again. We hid the Red Baron in a laundry shipment of dirty pizza aprons, and we crept back through the lair of the Godfather's restaurants, and quickly fled back to the California pizza kitchen. Upon arriving, I helped the limping Baron over to a booth. Ricky posted up by the door, keeping a lookout for any of the gang members. The chef came storming out of the kitchen. Hey, what have you guys done? It's only a matter of time before the Godfather finds out where you are hiding the Red Baron. And then they're going to send a Chuck E. Cheese here to burn my crust. Chef, look at him. Can't you see he's stuffed? Oh, no. Mamma mia! How could this ever happened? Boyardee ran over to the Baron, who was slumping over in a booth. The chef leaned in and grasped the back of his head. Hey, hey, Red Baron, it's a me, Chef Boyardee. You gotta hang in there. You cannot die on me and these boys. He's just too strong. I just... I just can't. I can't! He's too strong for you, eh? And look at me. Judge me by my sauce, do you? First time I came to town, everybody, they said to me, Chef Boyardee, you cannot be pizza. You don't have the thin crust or the ooey-gooey cheese. All you have is the can with the soft pasta. They say, it's not pizza. It's not even good pasta, really. But you cannot listen to the negative, my friend. So what, this guy, he's got the most popular snack of the pizza bites. Are they convenient? Yeah. Are they cheap and available to everyone? Oh, yes. Are they made of real food? Sure, probably. But, but that's not the point. You gotta hang in there, Baron. You gotta remember what I tell myself every morning. I look in the mirror and I say to myself, anybody can be pizza, chef. Anybody can be pizza. Saturday, Saturday, and maybe even Sunday. It's the biggest fight of the year, the MMG Middleweight Championship fight. Straight out of Vancouver, it's Papa Murphy versus the Funky Fungi, the Mellow Mushroom. The cheese will surely splatter on the mat as these two titans of pizza go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Tune in this Saturday, 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 and maybe even Sunday. This no-holds-barred fight will have you reaching for your napkins to wipe the splattered cheese off your face. The MMG League. It's Uber. The next morning, a bright sun rose over the east end of town. We sat at the bar with our first cups of coffee of the day. Initially, 
We thought the Baron wasn't going to make it through the night. But with a combination of the chef's first aid skills and an old Fortify Restoration potion that we still had from the Skyrim episode, he was able to pull through. Throughout the night, we could hear the continuous battle as the Godfather tore the town apart, looking for the escaped Red Baron. Fights between the two gangs broke out repeatedly, all the while getting closer and closer to the California Pizza Kitchen. By the time Chuck E. Cheese and the remaining members of the Godfather's Pizza Gang arrived, we knew the end was inevitable. Although the Red Baron had survived the night, he had been resting in the supply closet for the past few hours, and we weren't sure what to do. Now, I'm going to give you till the count of three to come on out of there, else we're going to torch the whole place, along with your journalism buddies and the chef as well. One. Two. Fine. I'm coming out. You want me, Chuck? You got me. The door to the supply closet flew open, and there stood the Red Baron. His leather flying cap tight and polished, his goggles sitting proudly atop his head. The red scarf he wore sat neatly over his shoulder. And in addition to his leather bomber jacket, he also wore a dusty old pizza apron, replete with flower stains from whoever made dough in it last. The three of us protested furiously at the Red Baron. Whoa, 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 you can't go out there, man. It's too dangerous. It's a trap. How can you withstand his alabahat pizza bites? Why sacrifice yourself, chef? The Red Baron stopped and glanced briefly at the chef before turning to me. Because anybody cannot be pizza. We all quickly ran to a booth and peered through the blinds at the standoff in the main street. The Baron slowly approached the menacing Chuck at the far end of the square. Smoke billowed behind the huge rat from the many fires set throughout the night. Bodies of members from both gangs littered the streets. Mm, well, well, look who decided to show up. You know, it says a lot about you, the fact that you're trusting me to not just take you out right here and now and burn down your precious California pizza kitchen after. The Red Baron responded only by adjusting the pizza apron he wore. As he did so, a puff of old flour fluffed off of it into the wind. What's this? They got you on doe duty back there or something? Some traveling hero you are. It's okay, Chuck. You can still be pizza. The rat's eyes flashed wide and then narrowed in anger at the Baron's words. What did you just say to me, punk? I said it's okay. You can still be pizza. You don't have to be afraid anymore, Chuck. You can still be pizza. Chuck E.'s face snarled in anger as he loaded a steaming hot pizza bite into his slingshot. You shut your mouth, you frozen entree. You're nothing. You're not even weekend frozen pizza. You're like Thursday night emergency pizza that you burn your mouth on. Yeah, but you know what they call that pizza? Pizza. You can still be pizza, Chuck. I know you. I know you're afraid that you lost the magic you... The magic you once held all over. Now you're... You're just a joke. Silence! With one swift motion, Chuck E. Cheese fired the pizza bite directly at the Baron's heart. In a splatter of cheese and sauce, he fell to the ground. 
a deadly quiet spread across the square as the dust from the Red Baron's fall was blown away. Chuck began to holster his slingshot when we all heard it. It's okay, Chuck. It's okay, Chuck. The Red Baron slowly staggered to his knees. You can still be pizza. What? How? I, I shot you. That, that should have melted right through you. It's okay, Chuck. I remember a time when we all longed to visit your palace, eat your mediocre at best cheese pizza, and crawl through your big, bright, plastic, child-sized rat maze. But now the magic's gone. You hide behind the best thing you can find these days. Totino's Pizza Bites. In a fit of rage, Chuck quickly fired off six more pizza bites, each one hotter than the one before it. The Baron's chest seemed to erupt in an explosion of molten cheese and questionable tomato sauce. He was kicked off his feet and tumbled backwards. But it's okay, Chuck. <laughs> because you can still be pizza. The rat began to lose his resolve as the horror slowly crept across his face. In desperation, he pulled out another pizza bite, and before launching it, bit off the corner, exposing the steaming interior. With shaky hands, he loaded it, and again launched it directly at the Baron's chest. Only this time, the Baron didn't even flinch. The pizza bite exploded harmlessly against the greasy and cheesy stain already on his chest. Chuck E. Cheese screamed in frustration and charged the steady Baron. In a flash, the Red Baron's hand flew up from the apron, pizza cutter at the ready. With two lightning-fast cuts of his wheel, the rat fell to his knees, staring at the Baron in hatred and confusion. The Baron held the pizza cutter against the rat's throat as he pulled aside his pizza apron, revealing a greasy cardboard pizza delivery box, which he had tied around his neck. A dark stain marked the spot where the pizza bites had repeatedly pelted the thick cardboard. As the rat's eyes widened with realization and disbelief, the Baron asked one final question. Hey Chuck. What do you want on your tombstone? And with that final slice of pizza, it was over. The Law Offices of Better, 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 and Better. Has pizza addiction ruined your life? Call us today for information on our class action lawsuit against Big Pizza. The Law Offices of Better, 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 and Better. Hi, I'm Reginald Better from the Law Offices of Better, 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 and Better. Did you know that nearly one in five people struggle with pizza addiction? Some are able to overcome this vicious cycle, however many others are not so lucky. But it's not their fault. They simply don't know better. The Law Offices of Better, 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 better and Better. better. We're taking the fight back to Big Pizza. Give us a call today. If you or a loved one has struggled with pizza addiction, you may be entitled to compensation. When you've lost all your dough to pizza, you should know better. The law offices of better, 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 Four of us stood outside the California Pizza Kitchen. The 
Red Baron was rebandaged from his last encounter with Chuck. The chef was dressed in his very best whites, tall hat reflecting the warm glow of the setting sun. And the two of us double-checked all of our gear as we prepared to head off. A rattling Hyundai Elantra idled at the curb as the delivery boy waited for the Baron to load the trunk. The chef turned to the two of us. Now, you two boys, you take care of yourselves and stay out of trouble. And Baron, are you sure you don't want to stay in town? A guy like you, he could still make a lot of money, no? No, there's nothing for me here. Everyone's closed. They just don't know it yet. And then the Red Baron climbed into the back of the rusty Hyundai, and they puttered off into the setting sun. Huh. So, uh, Ronaldo. It's, it's Nolan. So you never did finish telling me how you ended up in this archetypal dusty ghost town. Oh, ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Um... It kind of slipped my mind with all the excitement, you know. Uh, so I was doing some follow-ups on my research for a new mode of transportation. Right? Uh-huh. I-, I learned an old scientist near here found a beat-up time machine in an abandoned mine. Yeah. Uh, another one of those DeLoreans that you had seen, but yeah. looked to be a different model. Uh, the scientist said it was good for maybe one more trip. One one more trip? That's no good. What, what good's a time machine if you can only use it once? Uh, hold, hold on, let me finish. The guy says he used to work as a mechanic in a garage in the year 2112. Says if we can get the car there, they can retrofit it for interdimensional. Whoa. As well as temporal travel. You mean... Yeah, we can skip the traffic and be the first in line at the drive-thru. Holy crap. Can we go take a look? Oh, I'm one step ahead of you. I already bought it. And when we turned the corner, I saw it. And yeah, it looked exactly like you think it would. Just like that. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's do it. Uh, I guess this is the end of the season. I want to thank everybody for listening uh, to season one of After the Plot. Um, I guess we'll be gone for quite some time uh, doing some more research on those shows. I'm I'm not quite sure uh, when we'll be back. You know what I mean? I mean, you never know where a time machine's going to take you or how long it's going to be before you get back if you get back. Maybe we've already done this and come back again. Who knows? Um, Well, thanks everyone for listening. If you want to check out our older episodes, go to finalplank.com or look us up on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to drop us a line uh, in between seasons at any of our social media. Uh, We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Hope to hear from you. And uh, otherwise, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for checking us out. Peace out. Season one. Additional talent was provided by David Hallman and Doug Hawley. Brent Lacey edits the show. Theme music was composed by Jared Bookbinder. Sound effects are provided courtesy of freesound.org. Additional music is credited to Kevin McLeod, and the Dollars Trilogy score is by Ennio Morricone. My mule don't like people laughing. He gets the crazy idea, you're laughing at him. After the Plot is a production of Final Plank Media.
We followed this fellow human around and observed his actions. It was quite intriguing and interesting as he did these things. We did not get involved. <laughs> <laughs> we observed from a distance to take notes and are reporting to you. Alright, wait, 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 stop. stop. Look at the dashboard. Did we get it right this time? Okay. Uh, one, two, three. There are four digits this time. There's not five. Okay, okay. so is it not prime or do we have to redo it? Uh, 2019. Uh, divided by... Season two. two, 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 two.